and welcome to episode nine of Rounding the Bases with Robbie and Matt, or Matt and Robbie. I don't, I don't mean to offend you, Matt. Right I'm off, I'm pretty the bat. offended. What, I'm sorry. what does it say in the show? I think it's what is it in the show? Uh, I think it's is... Matt and Robbie. Really? I think so. I think hmm. we did it in alphabetical order. Incorrect. Oh, okay. I believe it. I believe it is Robbie and Robbie and Matt. Uh, so thanks, thanks for lying. Because, because I don't want, I don't. Well, that's just how much I don't care about whose name goes in order. I, I just didn't want you to think that because I've known Matt all, you know, basically he's been my best friend for a long time that I yeah. wasn't playing favorites and in, in, in putting his name first. So I put your name first just to prove that he is my favorite. But, you know, I, you know, I give you preferential treatment uh, because you're not my favorite. Bye. And, and I'm Rude. Star. Nothing. <laughs> I like though how, how Robbie you tried to uh, immediately justify um, thinking that by saying I think we went in alphabetical order. Yeah, that's that's what happened well, here I first. Don't, I don't know. I just I'm <laughs> <laughs> just guessing. This is our uh, top story today. Top story. Who do you think? <laughs> Vote on Twitter right now. Uh, right now. Matt, how is your uh, Memorial Day weekend? Oh God. Um, it was it was uh fine. I mean, I don't I don't do a whole lot of anything anymore um between uh tiny child and house and uh work. So it was it was pretty average just not sleeping, get things done around the house, uh take care of a said small child and um that's I, I don't know. That's it. When I went into work today, uh, I know a lot of people didn't have to work, but uh the news don't quit on holidays. Um, but you know, what was great is we did, a uh, uh, in the newsroom, we did a lot of great, uh, Memorial day stories and just to see, especially in the area where I live, uh, the treasure Valley, it's called Boise Meridian, everything around here. They do, there, there's a, a nice military presence here and, uh, military, um, uh, graveyard and and whatnot and they do a lot of really nice things for memorial day here so it's good to see how about you yes well shout out to our military and shout out to brandon who is also part of the military making sure that satellites don't fall on our heads so yeah, i just want to give a special shout out to brandon yeah, for that me too I thank you brandon any- and of course to uh to all the uh men and women who have given up their lives to uh Defend our freedom. Oh, that's right. It's for Memorial people who are, yep. oh, who are not alive. Well, well, oh my gosh, Brandon, <laughs> all life comes to Brent, an end, and and so the editing begins early. <laughs> I'm just saying. I remember Brandon. I remember Good. Brandon's service is what I yeah. remember. Don't forget. Uh, my Memorial Day weekend was uh, pretty good. Uh, went to work yesterday. Uh, pretty busy. Uh, a woman shat herself at a table. I heard. Um, wow. Yeah. Oh, you heard. <laughs> well, I didn't did hear the smell. shat. I didn't hear oh, the okay. shat. Uh, but apparently, um, a lot of our servers were very traumatized that this woman pooped herself at the table. Um, so that was yeah. exciting. That was a highlight of the day. And then I spent the rest of the day or today at my dad's house with my son. Uh, nice. It was a lovely little memorial day uh, but matt i've got very bad news oh did so, you shat yourself i didn't shat myself no i but i might as well have um we, episode 10 we had something special planned remember oh no we had a special guest that was supposed to join so i emailed special guest i'm just gonna say who it is because he's already talked about it on his podcast gene bean baxter gene bean baxter was supposed to be our first guest on rounding the bases it was his idea he told me he said hey robbie how about i come on episode 10 when i invited him i said great idea what a what a yes that's why you're in the biz bean so i emailed him and i was like hey we usually record on you know sundays is that gonna work for you because i know you record cup of tea he's like oh actually i'm way too busy with the 100th episode coming up and i'm gonna be out of town and then i'm going to the states and basically i'm a big fat liar that's what he said you might as well have said that but um, he did say that he is going to come on the okay. show still. So we didn't lose him. 
but okay. uh, he will not be on the podcast next week. So I'm sorry to all of our listeners that Bean let you down because he did. There's just no other words to, to say. I have no reason to live anymore. I know, but it was his, I, I just, it I just was his if... suggestion to be on 10. And then he just, he just crushes the heart of the rounding the bases audiences, audience and, and hosts. He just, he just, he hurt me. I was so dismayed right there that I just couldn't talk for a bit. No, you ripped yeah. out your uh, your microphone plug. Yeah, oh, you were so pissed off. Yeah, yeah, same thing. <laughs> My vocal cords. I resurgeried it back in. Um, that's a shame. But you know, no, that's all. That's a shame. That sucks. Now we'll. I mean, we'll get him eventually, which is which is great. I mean, either way, it's it's a so huge next, honor. Yeah. Next week we'll just have my four year old. He'll be our uh, oh. special guest. I'm saying. You know what? That could be a right fun now. segment. Actually, yeah. right there. Yeah. You know, ask him. We should. We should ask him uh, various questions about like real life things, like uh, things happening in the Middle East or uh, yeah. political things, and just Harrison, get his who opinion. Do you have Israel or Palestine? What do you think? <laughs> what do you think? You don't know? Okay. Okay. I mean, it's it's a shame he didn't have a quick answer there, but yeah, he just he gave me a look. He's like, I'm not answering that. No, I'm not. I'm not going there. Stay away from that one. Smart kid. Good call, Smart kid. kid. But uh, yeah, no guess, but I'm bummed. Uh, not as bummed as I was yesterday watching the Laker game. Of course, we're leading today's podcast with that story as well. The Lakers lost uh, again. And to add insult to injury, an injury happened with Anthony Davis, a grade one, uh, grade one groin sprain. Groin sprain. Yeah, sprained his groin. So that always sounds great uh, when you do something like that. I don't know if the Lakers are going to be able to pull off this series. I was feeling optimistic after game three, not so much after yesterday, after the injury news. Uh, How how are you feeling about the playoffs in general? I'm sad. (sighs) I I have not even I mean I I was big watching game 1 I was big I was I was much fatter than I'm still fat um but uh after game 1 I was very disappointed they didn't look, look good at all I saw highlights of of game 2 I think a couple of game 3 and I thought playoff lebron is on when playoff lebron is on it's fantastic to watch regardless of his age well let me uh, tell you he turned it off game 4 no did he yeah <laughs> He had like he had two moments where you thought, "Wow, he's back," and then no, disappeared. When when in the game did I did not watch it because of all the you know, things I was talking about earlier. And we host um, a sports podcast, so why would you watch it? Why right, would just, you? Just the worst. Um, uh, when when did he get injured in the game? Uh, he got injured. I believe it was in the second quarter. He played um, throughout the second quarter. Finished it. Uh, but it was apparent that he was injured. He was injured going into the game because um, oh. I guess he had fluid in his knee. So you Ooh. could tell that he wasn't moving around um, well in general. Um, so he sprained his groin going to the basket. Um, and then when the second half started, he just stayed in the locker room. Dang. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know how the grades go. I think grade one is in grade one, like the worst or does it go in? No, a- I think grade one is. The least. The least, yeah. Okay. Well, then that's good. Um, so he's, he's right now questionable for game five as we speak, but it sounds like it's he's more doubtful than he is probable. And is that supposed to be on Wednesday or Thursday? No, it'll be tomorrow, Tuesday. Oh, my God. Today's, yeah, today's, today's Monday. Monday. I know. It's I throwing so me off, too. <laughs> uh, I, I, don't, I don't doubt that he won't play. Because uh, it's not it's not an elimination game, yeah. Uh, and if it's if it's anything even slightly serious, if it's something that's going to keep him out of an entire half, yeah, I, I think they're probably going to at least rest him, just try to rehab. I don't see, I don't know. I, I just feel like as as like we talked about, I think last week, as much as the Lakers' supporting cast is supposed to be better this year, they're just not. You know, on paper, they're much better, but that's it. That's where it ends. They're just not better. They're not as cohesive as last year during the, the bubble uh, bubble title. 
And yeah. I don't know. I just think playoff LeBron can't do it by himself. I think AD is going to be such a big factor. I don't see him winning, winning game five. But, you know, if playoff LeBron just decides I'm young again, uh, I'm going to, I'm on some killer roids. Maybe it's, uh, oh, it's tomorrow. So it's Taco Tuesday. So yeah. he might turn it up from that. Possibly. We'll see, Maybe but. just go to Germany like Kobe used to do, always in the offseason for a secret procedure. Oh, that's right. He did that every single offseason. There was a yeah. uh, story today uh, on Bleacher Report that I guess NBA execs think that uh, if the Lakers lose, they are going to bl- pretty much blow up their entire roster, um, mm. excluding, I'm guessing, well, I'm AD. AD and LeBron. But do you think maybe they should move off of AD? Because it's kind of a risk reward thing. And it I don't know. I mean, the risk is now starting to seem to outweigh the reward. I mean, every game he goes down with yeah. like injuries where you think, oh, he's done for the season. He does it twice a game, every single game. He's I feel like he's I'm for for a, a huge little lack. bitch, yeah, I'll Ooh, speak God. for you. He is sure. a brittle little bitch, Matt. That was my that was my the third term I was going to use. Um, I was going to, for lack of a better phrase, floppy, but not like floppy like he flops, but floppy like he just like his limbs just go everywhere sometimes yeah, he when he goes up for, he just falls. for things. He just it's like there's a sniper in the crowd that shoots him in like every single game. <laughs> It's just weird darts. Um, yeah, and, and then he... I, I I feel like he's worth it, though, personally. I feel yeah. like good AD is worth anything. And yeah. if, he, if he may be... I mean, you know what? Hopefully, I don't know why he's not doing this, but minus Tuesdays, LeBron... What is, what is the term? Or not the term. The I don't remember the number, but I was reading about LeBron's uh, basically health regimen which he spends like millions million. of dollars on yeah. mm-hmm. um, between between food and whatever else he does to his body. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's, he's getting injured a little more now in his, his uh, twilight years, but, but I mean, he's been, he's been a tank. He's been a tank for many, many years. And I think AD granted yeah. AD is, is taller and, you know, big men, big men like that tend to get injured more because they're trees. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think he just needs to take in a little of whatever the crap LeBron was doing, and uh, yeah, I don't know. maybe I, th- yeah, I think he's worth it though, personally. Yeah, and I mean, I do too. But I mean, one, you can't trade him because he's part of LeBron's team of clutch sports. So there's no way in hell they're going to trade LeBron's guy, no, unless they get another LeBron guy back. And I don't think there's. I mean, I think AD is probably the top. Um, with LeBron in that uh, in that agency, so there's no way. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's frustrating to watch. Um, did you uh, see any of the other playoffs games? Uh, because there were a couple of incidences uh, involving the crowd. The uh, fans are back in NBA stadiums for playoffs. And they're making some noise. Uh, I believe we had one incident already involving the Wizards uh, Philadelphia fan in Philadelphia threw popcorn at Russell Westbrook as he was leaving the game. And then I think there was another incident. I can't remember that one. one But the late uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, uh, somebody or was that? Well, that was the one that was I was going to get into, oh, but there sorry. was another one. No, it's okay. There was another one, but I can't remember exactly what it was. But the the one that just happened recently happened yesterday. It was uh, it happened in Boston uh, while the Celtics were hosting the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, a fan, as the Nets were leaving the court after the Nets just destroyed uh, Boston, a fan threw a empty water bottle towards. Toward Kyrie Irving's head, didn't miss him, uh, but uh, was arrested, uh, banned for life. Uh, Matt, why do you think fans are just losing it right now? Is it is it the pandemic? What what's going on? Well, <laughs> you, you, you have your ear to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> do I? Why am I down here? Um, first off, yes, the pandemic I think has driven a lot of people to 
be crazy, but I don't think that has anything to do with this, seeing as this is something that's happened for a very long time. Granted, I think for whatever reason, people are getting more, again, for lack of a better word, ballsy. Do you, do you think Do you think that's what it is, or do you think players are just more sensitive to it? Because I've heard stories like in the 80s where, like, Players used to get hit like with by batteries. Yeah, like, people used to throw batteries at them. So I just wondering, like, is this just a case of just players being more sensitive and wanting something done about it? Finally, I think. Well, yes, I think it is players being more sensitive, but I don't think they're wrong to be more sensitive. I think, yeah, I don't think they're wrong either. Yeah, uh, I think that um, they're finally saying uh, this. This can't this can't be happening like you can't do this and it's especially um i feel like these it's coming from these people who are on the floor level who are paying mega bucks to go sit yeah. down there and i think with that for some of these fans comes a feeling of entitlement entitlement yeah just thinking i paid all this money i can do what i want i can i can talk crap to these players they can't do anything. I'm there to watch them. I can throw stuff at them, whatever. It's my right. I bought this seat for $600. Yeah, there was a guy, I, f- I think it was two years ago. Um, he was on the floor, and I think he was like a like very small minority owner of the Golden State Warriors. And I forget who it was he was talking shit to on the court. Um, he pushed a player, like a player. Oh, I think it was Kyle Lowry. He was in the finals. Kyle Lowry, like, kind of dived into the um, into the uh, the courtside seats, and as he was getting up, the fan pushed him back. Oh, gee. Uh, oh, I think I kind of remember that. It sounds familiar. Yeah, and that was definitely like a moment of like entitlement for sure. Yeah, yeah, and you you just can't you can't be doing that at all because. Um, and I was listening to some sports radio recently and just some of the things, I think one of the big things, uh, that struck me that I, I just thought, you know what, I, I bet a lot of people do feel this way is, uh, Kevin, what Kevin Durant said, as well as Kyrie Irving after the game, they just said, you know, fans are looking at us like they're in a zoo, like, mm-hmm. like we are on display for people's. Mm-hmm. Entertain. Of course, you're there for people's entertainment, but I mean, yeah. you know, like these caged animals or something like that. Though he obviously put it way better than I did, but that was the yeah. the general sentiment. And and I think that's what they are doing. Like you, there you have those idiots that go to zoos and yell at the animals. You have the idiots that jump in sometimes, like an idiot, or throw things. And you can't do that. Of well, course, sometimes the, the lions or the bears are hiding and I pay good bucks and I want to see them. So yeah. of course I'm going to jump down there well, and I'm going to get my goddamn money's worth. Good. You're one of the few that that's doing the right thing there. Get that money's worth. seems very safe and legal. Um, Some enlightenment. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's, yeah, I think, I think they, they just put it the right way. It's, it's just a lot of entitlement. It's, it's a lot of idiots and, and something something needs to be done because it seems that all that's happening is these guys will get either fake arrested, you know, they'll be taken out in handcuffs and then banned, um, or some in some cases arrested, but then they're just released like the next day and like nothing ever happened and yes, as if they weren't banned. But then, you know, but then you gotta think about it, and this is another thing I heard on sports radio that's absolutely true, is uh, the, the guy that threw the water bottle, I understand, is a 21-year-old idiot. Yeah, tw- Cole Buckley is his name. Okay, Cole Buckley. He's now banned. I don't know if it's... Uh, for from, life, I think. I think yeah, he's banned for, banned for life. Is it just from that particular... Arena. Uh, the arena. That's in, I don't know, because I don't know how you can necessarily ban him from every arena. It's like... Does yeah. every arena just have a picture of him? Maybe, well, <laughs> Look maybe out for this guy. Well, one thing they were talking <laughs> yes. One thing they were talking about is um, how how good facial recognition is now, and um, they, I think they're they're either starting to or going to be using that just to identify people that that shouldn't be there or potential threats or something like that. Hmm. And and one thing that that struck me like, wow, this guy's a major idiot. If this guy is going to be the game was in Boston, correct? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was at the yeah. TD America Center. So this or dude, TD Garden, yeah, yeah. So this dude, twenty-one years old, 
obviously a big Celtics fan, despite being an idiot. He not only for himself, even if he remains a Celtics fan for the rest of his life, will never be able to go see his favorite team play in their arena ever again. Not only that, but he has, if he has kids one day, he's not going to be able to take them. If he wants to make them Celtics fans, grandkids, just drop them. (laughs) I'll be outside, buddy. Record it for me. I'm going to go to Dunkin' Donuts. (laughs) Going to Hotted Yad. (laughs) Going to go watch Dora the Explorer. Park the car. Uh, I could do that all night. Say hi to your mother for me. (laughs) Hey, hey, sheep. How you doing? Uh, do you think the uh, punishment was uh, was too much? I mean, I get the being banned for life part, but he was charged on one count of assault and battery with a dangerous weapon. It, it was, was an water empty water bottle? bottle? I believe it was an empty water bottle. If I it know. wasn't empty, if, if it's full, that could be dangerous. That could be very dangerous. If it's empty, you're probably not going to cause a lot of damage. I mean, but- is it that? I mean, is it really that dangerous? I mean, if you get hit by a, a Aquafina water bottle to the head, that's like I don't know, holds twelve ounces. Aquafina, the actress. Um, I think that if if it's well, first off, how big is this water bottle? It. <laughs> I mean, it could be one of those big ones. Let's and pause the podcast. Let's find this out first. <laughs> I need to know how big the water bottle was. It didn't. Look, it just looked like a regular size water bottle. I don't. I mean, I don't know if it was empty. I mean, I just. I just can't imagine throwing a full water bottle. Why would you do that? I don't I mean, see. You it. Paid for it. That's the thing. And I think what they're doing. I think what the NBA is doing, starting with uh, Celtics organ or Celtics organizers, uh, uh, whatever, whatever the higher up people at Celtics are. I think they're making an example of this guy. There. I think there's too many fans doing this nowadays. And they're trying to basically set a precedent and say, if you're going to be F-wording with the players in the NBA, when you're paying huge money to come see your favorite athletes play, you will never be able to come here again. So don't do this SH word. And I think a lot of people are going to see this and they'll be like, I'm not even going to mess around with that. I'm not going to do that, despite how much I drink there. Uh, it, by the way, in the story, it says it was a Dasani water bottle. Dasani. Oh, well, that was Dasani. the problem. Like yeah. The, I mean, Dasani's who's drinking Dasani? Jesus. Yeah. Gross. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm i fine. Ban him from the stadium. Um, send him basically a letter saying, like, hey, take off any Boston Celtic merchandise you have. We don't want you as a fan. You're... You're dead to us. Say something like that. Make him feel like absolute shit. Yeah. We all know his name. He's going to, I mean, this mistake is probably going to cost him maybe a little bit too much. I mean, if, say if he, if it was just an empty water bottle that he threw, I mean, he's a 21 year old kid, probably drinking, not making the best judgment. This is might haunt him for the rest of his life oh, yeah. for just throwing a empty water bottle at uh, a player. But I think the arrest with the deadly weapon part is a little bit ex- uh, over exaggerated over exaggerated we just had an off season where we talked about over policing i'm not sure i want a person who threw a water bottle at somebody going to jail you know it just seems a little bit too extreme at the moment just ban them and that's it that's all that's all we need get the people that just get them out of there yeah um i'm not i'm not willing to go as far to say assault with a deadly weapon maybe maybe assault period uh but again i think it all depends on how full it was (laughs) (laughs) we need to know the answers you you get hit in the dome with a full water bottle if this guy's got a decent arm 21 year old you're spry you never know um that that could cause some damage you get hit in the temple Kyrie's done Maybe not done, but anyway, but I hear it was empty. Maybe I just have like, maybe I sympathize because Kyrie Irving is my least favorite player in the NBA. I can't stand him. Is that because he's a flat earther? He's a flat earther. He's just an overall idiot. 
every time I just hear him speak, I'm just like, oh, shut up. For God's sakes. I uh, admittedly, one thing I, I do, I know he said a lot of stupid things, but one cool thing that he did do, he's part, uh, he is part Native American. And there wait, is. Who, who, wait, who's part Native American? Kyrie Irving. And like the way like Elizabeth Warren is part Native American. No, no, like a, like actual oh. twenty three and Me, they would say. Oh, some Native and American. Is very accurate. <laughs> um, <laughs> Have you ever seen this uh, the this the stories of like twins, like identical twins doing twenty uh, three and Me, and it comes up with different results? I, I I have, and and it makes sense actually if you think about it, because well, identical twins. That's that's a little weird. Um, yeah. But and I don't know how that works, but I mean, if you have just a, a pair of siblings that are not twins, even fraternal, they're not going to have the same exact things because uh, you never know. Even I mean, if you obviously you have the same parents, you're not going to have the same things because each each parent gives a little bit of different something each time for each uh, whether it's egg or each little swimmy guy. Uh, there's there's different blueprints for everything, different uh, sets of traits, different sets of uh, origins mm-hmm. as well. I don't know why I know so much about this, by the way, um, but but I do. Um, anyway, my point was with uh, sperm and egg talk that Kyrie is part Native American uh-huh. <laughs> and he <laughs> back uh, back in the day when I used to cover sports up in northern Idaho, there was a team that's on a team from a, a little town called Lapway. And they do, uh, they do, they're, they're great. They're high schoolers and it's a big basketball town basically. Um, and it's on a native American reservation mm-hmm. of the Nez Perce tribe and Kyrie has Nez Perce roots. So when this team was going to state finals this past year, he did a huge long video message to them, mm-hmm. uh, which was super cool. And he was speaking or he was saying a bunch of their, uh, they're terms that I can't think of and wouldn't try right now out of respect, but, uh, it was, it was big, uh, it was big for them and it was cool. I talked to their head coach and just to see the, uh, the joy that it brought him and his team was, was pretty cool. So that's where I look at Kyrie. I'm like, okay, you know, he's, he's got some good traits, but stop being a flat earther. I'll say that. That's weird. Yeah. He's uh he's a sensitive guy. Speaking of, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was, uh, I mean, he was, I mean, there's history with him in Boston. Uh, he's not well liked the way he left. Um, his two years that he was there didn't go very well. And then at the end of the game, you know, he uh, he stomps on the uh, the center logo of uh, the oh, Boston Celtics. Too. That's right. Yeah, so, that was, that I'm not was saying he's form. like, I'm not saying like, oh, he's asking for it to, you know, someone to hurl something at him. Not at all. Oh. But, you know, he's always a guy who... Whenever he would play Boston, he's like, I just hope the fans are respectful. I hope the fans are respectful towards me. It's like, you can't, you know, just, you know, wipe your shoe on the logo. I mean, it's not that big of a deal in the context of thing, but you're basically saying fuck Boston and fuck yeah. Boston Celtics. You know what? So, he, that, that deserves a, like a quarter filled water bottle to the thigh. Yeah. To the thigh. Yeah. I would respect. I would respect the fan. Yeah. Then I don't. Uh, th- th- <laughs> but yeah, he's a sensitive guy. Uh, another uh, sensitive al- uh, athlete that we are going to talk about is Naomi Osaka. She is the is she Japanese American or is she just she's Japanese? Oh, I don't know that one. I know. I, I believe she's Japanese. Like not. She's biracial. She's yeah. Say she's she's uh, half African, half uh, Japanese. I know that, but I don't know if she grew up in Japan because she speaks. She speaks perfect English. English. Yeah. So I don't know if she. I don't know if she grew up here and maybe was just born in Japan. I'm not quite sure. Um, But she uh, is in the news because she uh, actually, as of today, withdrew from the French Open. Yeah. uh, Basically, because she doesn't want to do media. uh, she, she's sourcing or basically saying that uh, it's part of mental health issues that she, you know, just doesn't want to talk to the media right now. Um, are you, I don't want to say, are you buying this? I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't disagree that maybe she's, <laughs> I don't disagree that she's not having mental health issues, but 
But couldn't like any athlete at some point just cite mental health reasons just to get out of talking to the media? Because no, no athletes want to talk to the media. Yeah, this is a hard one for me because you're in the media. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's uh, it's a hard one for me because, and I'll I'll start as the uh, the devil's side, uh, the devil's advocate, if you will. Um, in in term uh, and thinking kind of like if if it was my job to still cover sports, to be at the French Open, to cover this, to know that the number one female uh, tennis player in the world, the highest paid female athlete in the world, after she wins a match or loses a match, it's your job to then find out what's what's happening with them. Like what happened in this match, what blah, 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 blah. And to know that that entire option is just suddenly gone because and if you don't know every single detail obviously you're never going to know what's truly going on in someone's head uh unless it's your own even then still who knows but uh, you just you just think okay she i mean she doesn't have you you don't know the exact reason why she's saying you can't do this or i, I can't do this interview i won't do this interview um so with that being said it's it's tough because you also have to understand that if you are going to strive to be a professional athlete mm-hmm. you need to go in and a lot of a lot of players aren't able to do this because especially with something like like tennis where you can go pro as a teenager you can go mm-hmm. pro at like 17, 18. You're not mature. She's, what is she? I think she's 21 years old or something like that. Yeah, she's pretty young. Yeah. She's very young. Um, you can go pro as as a teenager still. You're not mature. You don't know how to handle things. But the, the, the problem is if you strive or want to be a professional athlete, strive to be a professional athlete, you, if you're slightly mature, you have to go in knowing that part of the professional athlete gig is talking to and dealing with the media no yeah. matter what. So that's the devil's advocate side. Uh, but then, but then the other side is she's, she's probably, you know, I, I completely believe her when it comes to um, the mental health issues she might be having, the anxiety, the depression. Mm-hmm. It's something she talked about a couple of years ago. I think it was like three years ago. This is something she brought up while she was doing a media interview. So she yeah, woke up very, to Chris. And she's yeah. very shy in yeah. her interview. I mean, she's not a good interview at all. <laughs> she's, she's very quiet. You could tell she doesn't want to be doing it at all. Yeah, exactly. And, and, with that, we now have a little more insight as to why she gets incredible anxiety, she says, from doing these things, which I, I can relate with. I understand getting anxiety because you don't know what people are going to ask. It it might. And, and I mean, we don't know also the true what it feels like for someone that like truly suffers from anxiety. We all know what, it, what it's like to be anxious or uh, a little more um, have some anxiety, but to have like to have it be a, like a debilitating disease, true anxiety and depression. Um, it, it can be incredibly debilitating to, to know that you have to go talk to several people that are all yelling, raising their hands. It's overwhelming. And, mm-hmm. and in, in a lot of cases, maybe like her, she, she's just a girl who grew up playing tennis, enjoyed it, became incredibly good at it and just wants to do that. So, you know, the athlete side of me is like, okay, I understand. You just want to play tennis. You've made a good living from it. You uh, you just want to, you know, as they say, I just want to play ball. That's what she wants to do. So but, then it's... But it's don't hard. you think because you are part of that organization that allows you to make, you know, so much... doesn't allow you, but, you, you know, that organization is the largest platform to where you can make as much money as you can and face the, the highest amount of competition that you can... Don't you feel like, all right, this is my obligation. If I want to be this elite, you know, level athlete in this organization, I have to kind of play by the rules and just do this 15 minute Q&A after everything. I mean, don't you just I don't I don't want to say, but don't you just kind of have to like suck it up? Because if she if she says, no, I don't want to do it, then why would any of the other players be like, okay. Uh, well, I don't want to talk to the media. I don't like the media either. I don't like, yeah. why should I have to speak to them? I, and and I then, agree. 
And then you kind of hurt your organization because then media members are such sensitive people. I mean, you want to talk about sensitivity. They're more sensitive than anybody and will take it. Stop. yeah, <laughs> it's true. Uh, they'll take it uh, harshly and they'll just, you know, they'll stop talking about your sport. And, you know, you lose revenue that way. And then you're not making as much money. It's kind of just all kind of trickles down. Yeah. yeah so that's, I think it's possible. So I, so I just, I mean, I understand her concerns, but it's just also, you know, you're in this, you know, everybody's part of this, you know, organization where whether it's, I don't know, Djokovic or Serena Williams they all do their part to help build the sport I think I think you have to I don't think you get a pass I think you have to fulfill your duties if you want to remain at this elite level and you know like I said money and competition here though is why I am not going to criticize her because I feel I feel whatever she's going through is absolutely real because, as we know, she skipped uh, a media media event after after a win, and because of that, she was fined fifteen thousand dollars. Which, if I was fined fifteen thousand dollars for something, I would never eat again in my life. Oh yeah, I'd be like, uh, good luck finding that fifteen thousand. <laughs> Let me know if you find it because I'd like to know where it is. <laughs> um, so, which is you know. Which is nothing to her, basically. But say, it's I mean, probably that's... like it's probably like a twenty five dollar fine to you and me. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's yeah. it's nothing to her. But after that, instead of just saying, "Okay, I'll just keep doing this because I just don't want to deal with the media," and then I'll make my millions upon millions if I win, she withdrew from one of yeah. the biggest tennis tournaments in the world, which just shows you. This, this is real. This no, is something it's, that if, if she's, it is serious. Like she can't deal with these media interviews for the anxiety or depression she's gone through, she's going to completely withdraw from this gigantic million, million dollar making turn, a million plus. Uh, no, I mean, she's for sure sacrificing, obviously, her chance to make huge, huge money, make her brand even bigger. Um, but she's also, too, by doing this hurting um you know, her other competitors by not participating because, you know, she's a huge, uh, gets huge ratings. Yeah, People want to see her. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, it's a complicated issue, but it, my thing is if they just, if they let her not have to do the interviews, then what's, what's going to stop other players from having to do the same thing? Uh, I think, I think we're not really going to see much else of that. Because, well, uh, I, mean, I don't know. You, well, you've been, I mean, if you watch the NBA, I mean, you just see how, like, how chippy players are uh, towards the media now. I mean, now it's oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's gotten really, really bad. I mean, Kevin Durant, like, oh. has no problem uh, showing his frustrations towards the media. Yeah. that's And that's super annoying. Like, watching, yeah. <laughs> I love watching Kevin Durant when he is on um, Inside the NBA. And, yeah. <laughs> and then Charles Barkley, just man, that guy's energy was phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, he's great. I love Chuck. Um, Brooklyn <laughs> seriously has like my three least favorite players, like James Harden, Harden yeah. Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving. Like, ugh, I just uh, don't want to see them win the NBA Finals. I don't think they. Uh, they can't right, get let's, along. Let's move on. Uh, we are going to try something new. Um, we are going to discuss something that we know nothing about. It, it, it is called What's Trending on Twitter. Brandon, can you uh, give us a little bit more detail? What's trending on Twitter, you ask Ooh. me? It, I wasn't prepared for this. It's like you, you threw something on me at the last minute, and, and we're making it up as we go. Uh, here's, what, here's what's going on with What's Trending on Twitter. You know, we're... There's a bunch of stuff. Anytime you go on, on Twitter, they've got the, the trending charts, and there's a bunch of stuff that, if you're interested, you can go in there and, and and you know just click click the tag, and they'll be like, oh, what's what's happening in Nova Scotia? I don't know, but it's trending on Twitter, right? I hope that's our topic. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I'm going to give you what the trending topic is, and you tell me what you think it's about. Mm, okay. I like this. I All think. Right. 
All right. So I'm I'm gonna gonna start with Matt. Matt, oh, here God. here's the trending topic. God, I hope and this doesn't go dark either. <laughs> it, it, it may. That's why he's starting with me. <laughs> I will I will uh go ahead and, and, and tell you the real thing after both of you answered the question. The trending topic is number seven currently on this Memorial Day weekend. The topic is Lee Harvey Oswald. Matt, what do you think this topic of Lee ha- Harvey Oswald means? as far as trending on Twitter today? Uh, He (laughs) killed the commander-in-chief and the commander-in-chief, who is the top brass of the military, technically, uh, is to be remembered on Memorial Day. And Lee Harvey Oswald didn't honor Memorial Day by (laughs) killing the president. Oh, that was harsh. I think I think he nailed it. I don't even want to go. I don't want to guess. I think that's probably it. Probably too soon, by the way. I love it. I love it. I love it so much that I wish I could go back to nineteen (laughs) six. Robbie, November twenty third. Robbie, okay, passing it over to you. What do you think Lee Harvey Oswald has to do with trending right now? I don't know. Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. Oswald. also uh, a veteran so maybe we're just remembering all of them and we don't want to exclude the ones that did bad things so bad. we're also remembering lee harvey oswald Strike on this two. memorial day <laughs> uh, that is that so thank you rob that's that's a good that's a good answer check this out guys here's Great shot here, here's here's why lee harvey oswald is trending on twitter uh a a man on twitter can clip Lippenstein uh, wrote uh, a tweet to Dinesh D'Souza what a name. And, and says, sir, my grandpa's a big fan of yours and is a veteran. He would be thrilled if you could retweet this photo of him for Memorial Day. Here he oh, is. As, I was going right. <laughs> here he is as a young private first class. Happy Memorial Day. And it is a picture of Lee Harvey Oswald. Uh, and it's trending because uh, Matt G- Gates, uh, the uh, the uh, congressman from Florida, he retweeted Florida as man, well. Yeah. Uh, Dinesh D'Souza also retweeted it. So that is why Lee Harvey Oswald <laughs> is trending today on Twitter. So I kind of win that game. I kind of got it right. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. You, you came the closest without going over. <laughs> without true. going over. No way. This is right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. But, That's uh, a fun one. Yeah, speak, speak, speaking of speaking of. Uh, assassinations i've got oh no i've got a top 25 list top for 25 you guys today uh and oh my god and if you're ready for it it is Please. the 25 top shocking assassinations that shook the world uh, are we really doing this on memorial day <laughs> look look it's not all it's not all about military here other people got assassinated too guys look valid valid point let's okay. let's go matt you got started uh on this one robbie you get to you get to start up first top 25 assassinations that shook the world go uh oh god this and, is gonna... and it's 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 a it's a, it's a people it's a person it's the assa- uh, person who was assassinated oh just okay. to be clear okay um all right. Well, this is just going to show how terrible I am at history. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say, I don't even know if this is, name is correct, oh, but this is what I believe started World War One. Is it Franz Ferdinand? Oh, Franz Ferdinand, a great band. Yeah, and a, a good band. Gr- yeah. And a great number two answer. That is right. Oh. Franz Ferdinand is number two on this list. Starting off pretty strong, pretty strong. I mean, I Robbie. feel like that one Matt, shook okay. the world probably the most, to be honest. But okay, yeah, I, I, Sorry, I world don't disagree war with that. One, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Matt. Over to you. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go back with um, with uh, Florida man's favorite assassin, and uh, let's go JFK. JFK. Uh, as a matter of fact, John F. Kennedy of, is, of course, on this list for assassinations, uh, but he's not in the top five. He is actually wow. number seven. Yeah. Huh. Surprising. Uh, Robbie, All five right. to four. You're 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 in the lead. You're in the lead. All right. Assassinations that shook the world. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go John Lennon. 
Oh, that's what I was about to say. Dang it. Oh, fantastic. <sighs> Imagine all the killings. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> uh, John Lennon is number eight on, on this list. Uh, oh, so, right. so okay. good, good, good job. Good job. Uh, rest in peace, John Lennon. All right, Matt, over to you. That's what I was about to say. Uh, I assume uh, looking at? suicide. What are you so looking at, Matt? Say Kurt Cobain, right? Yeah, what are you Sorry, looking I'm at? Just, I'm blo- okay, I'll do this. No, I'm, just, I'm thinking. I'll just think upwards now. No suicides, all assassinations. Well, you know, Kirk Cobain was killed by Courtney Love, so we all yeah, know Yeah, Courtney Love, exactly. Um, <laughs> let's go with, uh, since I can't really think of anything else right now, let's go with... Jeffrey uh, Epstein. <laughs> Five, four, let's go with, uh, three. Tupac. <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's that is good that surprise i got one more guess left i don't even know i, I laughed uh but then i was like oh no yeah that, that's right that did happen uh but tupac for sure is not on this list oh my god that was huge i don't know if it, tupac, know if it shook the sure, world shook her. Mm, no. um, the rap world yeah robbie back to you um i don't know how much it shook the world but it was a pretty big one in our history. I'm going to go with Abraham Lincoln. Oh, man, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Every, every, well, no, every time I have like a moment to think, Robbie steals mine. <laughs> Why don't you have your moment well, to think right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Technically, I'm so tired. I was going to say George Washington. <laughs> that didn't happen. Nope. He's still fine. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln uh, is uh, number 17 on this list. I was going to be like, don't put him as number 16, this stupid list. That's too soon. To 16th president. Okay. Uh, back to you, Matt. I hope you had time to think. I didn't. That's what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> All right. Stick, uh, stick, stick with uh, American, uh, you know, people in our history. Paul Harvey. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> That's from before the show. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. Who, who was killed? Uh, Five, four, three, two, one. Phil Hartman. Phil, what? <laughs> you, I guess you he, are, well, he was. You are picking a lot of people that have died by murder. Yeah, <laughs> but are not on this list. But Phil Hartman. Uh, His voice was so great, though. Yeah, he, he was uh, a caveman lawyer. All right, all right, uh, Robbie. I'm so uh, you bad know, at this. I'm going to give you one more, one more guess, Robbie, I, uh, and I think we can call it there. <laughs> I think I think he was assassinated. Uh, Julius Caesar. <laughs> yeah, you're just so good at these games, Robbie. Uh, Julius Caesar is number five on the Not top right. twenty-five that shook the world. Uh, hey, Robbie. I'm just so tired every time we do these. <laughs> Robbie, I'm sure I'm sure you would have gotten him. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The score is 16 to four. Dare I say <laughs> you're killing it? Oh, uh, Matt, you get one last guess. Hit, hit us, hit us with it. Assassinations. Think American icons. Think of uh, civil rights. John F. Oh Kennedy my type. God! Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sherman Hemsley. <laughs> Martin Luther King Jr. Ma- Martin Luther King Jr. Martin Luther, the monk. <laughs> Congratulations, Matt. You have gotten the number one answer on this list. Martin Luther King Jr. is number one. Uh, your final <sighs> your final guess, your final best guess for a total score, Robbie 16, Matt 10 points. A round of applause. Woo! Good can job, you, uh, Robbie. Can you read off the top 10? I'm curious to see who's the top assassinations. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, you get Martin Luther King, Franz Ferdinand, Lee Harvey Oswald is number three. I'm surprised you guys get guys didn't get that because he was oh, he was assassinated. Oh, that's that. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, yeah, sure yeah. was. Uh, By the U.S. government. Uh, Gandhi oh. was, was number four. Julius Caesar. Malcolm X. Uh, a uh, Yitzhak Rat- Rabin. I'm not sure who that is. Uh, John. Didn't he go by? Go ahead. 
Uh, wait, the the last name you said. Yit Yitzak Raven. D- didn't he I'm go by sure. another name? I feel like that that sounds familiar, but he went by a more popular name. Maybe I'm making that up. Um, let's see. I'm pretty sure Brandon's just speaking backwards when I'm saying that name. <laughs> he, He's he possessed. Was, he was the fifth prime minister of Israel oh, and was mind. assassinated by oh. an Israel Israeli terrorist uh, well, who was opposed then. to signing the Oslo Accords, as we all know. <laughs> that's a, yeah. uh, John my favorite of the Accords. Yeah, that's a good Kennedy, accord. Kennedy, Lenin, King Faisal, and Philip II of Macedon. Oh, Those are your top I, ten. I hated this list. <laughs> Uh, and that's all I've got for you. Hey, thanks. Thanks, guys. Thank you uh, for, for having me on. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Bye. Thanks, Brandon. Bye. Love you. Well, that was a, that was a fun episode. It was basically like two games. It was. I won both. Yeah, I won you, both. you did. You normally do, just like video games and everything. Well done, Robbie. Well done. What can I say? I you need say a good week. It was a bad weekend. Yeah. need a good week. God, I hope I get a good category next time. Assassination. Yeah. Well, I know that was a that was a kind of a curveball. Usually, it's like yeah. favorite comedy, favorite comedians right. of all time. That was dark, but I like killed it. this person. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. yeah, you dominated for whatever reason. Rounding the murder with Matt and Robbie. Not e- or, don't sorry, even Robbie and me. Matt. Sorry, yeah, Robbie. And God, Matt. get it straight. <laughs> I don't want to be first. All right. Well, that's going to conclude episode nine of Rounding the Bases. Thank you for joining us, Matt. Where can people reach you on your socials? Uh, you can go to Twitter and find me at Soup or Sizemore. Also, Facebook, Matt. Uh, what is my name? Matt Sizemore, K I V I. It's my pro page. And as well as on the IG, I guess, which I occasionally use. Which, uh, what is my name on that? Matt, Matt Sizemore. I don't know. I have a professional page too. You can find me on some doing something there. Also, uh, I'm just super looking forward to episode 10 where, uh, Gene being back. Oh, oh, that's right. He ditched us. Yeah. It's okay. We'll find, I don't know, maybe Vic, the brick Jacobs. Okay. Come on our show. I don't know. We'll find another. Yeah, we'll get another L.A. radio legend. Jeez. Um, You can find me at SmartAskU29. That's S-M-A-R-T-A-S-Q-29. That's on Twitter. And then on uh, Instagram, you can find me at RobAskU29. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Uh, We see your support. We love your support. Um, And we look forward to having you again for episode episode 10 of rounding the bases. That's right. And thank you all as always for your wonderful reviews, as well as like Robbie said, your, uh, just, uh, your, your listens and downloads in general. We, uh, appreciate and love you. And, uh, can't wait for episode 10 with Gene. B- oh, 